we are getting close. We see the world quickly building the infrastructure of Antichrist. There are all kinds of sociological and geopolitical signs that the tribulation is rapidly approaching. Well, this raises a crucial question. What is the tribulation? Have you recently looked over the scriptures that answer that question? Are the answers fresh in your mind? On this program, I want to give you a firm scriptural foundation so that you can understand the tribulation and its purpose and be able to tell others. Listen, there are many prophetic references to what we usually call the tribulation. For instance, Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 7 says, Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it, and it is the time of Jacob's trouble. That provides one of the best descriptions of those seven years, the time of Jacob's trouble. I'm Noah, and I'd like to let you know about some of the exciting things happening at Hope For Our Times. We just opened our online store at HopeForOurTimes.com. We're excited to offer many resources that are aimed at bringing hope to a hopeless world. We have books, videos, and apparel available right now. We're adding new resources constantly, so be sure to check the store frequently. On September 22nd through the 30th, Pastor Tom will be joining Pastor Billy Crone, Pastor Brand Holnhouse, Mondo Gonzalez, and Ken Michael for a European Prophecy Conference. We would like you to pray for the conference and teachers. If you would like more information, visit HopeForOurTimes.com and click on the Events tab. Pastor Tom will be speaking at the Imminent Return Prophecy Summit in Norman, Oklahoma, October 5th through the 8th. This conference will feature over 20 of the world's top Bible prophecy teachers proclaiming the Word of God. To sign up for the live stream, visit HopeForOurTimes.com and click on the Events tab. Have you downloaded the Hope For Our Times app? It's a great tool that is updated daily with current news articles and special app-only videos. There is also a Bible reading plan that is built in. Visit the App Store or the Google Play Store to download this free resource. Remember to tell someone about the hope that comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, think of what is going on just right now. Jesus told us that lawlessness would abound. Uh, we see it in the streets. We see it in the courts where there is no justice. We see it in the big cities, in the small. Judges disrespecting the rights of victims and the Constitution of the United States being ignored. We see lawlessness abounding in politics. We see the love of many growing cold. Everyone is offended because of the name of Jesus. We see the escalation of wars and rumors of wars and nation against nation. We see earthquakes in various places and the rise of pestilence, man-made and otherwise. And we see deception increasing at an incredible rate, along with a great departure from the faith and the rise of fake Christianity. But the major sign of the time of Jacob's trouble is Israel and all the prophecies surrounding Israel. There's talk of a building of a third temple and it looks like the sacrifice of a red heifer may soon be here. Daily in the news, we hear about Saudi Arabia and the incredible overtures being made towards peace with Israel. A peace is coming, but it will be a false peace. And at the same time, Iran is continuing to threaten Israel with Russia's help. Uh, just look at this article. Mossad chief says Israel worried Russia will sell advanced weapons to Iran. And here's the quote. Our fear is that the Russians will transfer advanced weapons to the Iranians in which will certainly endanger our peace and may maybe even our existence here, says the Mossad chief. 
I mean, you look at that and you think, wow. And then you look at Ezekiel chapter 38, if you know that passage, and it is amazing. Folks, we are racing toward the tribulation. Uh, But what else do we know? Well, the tribulation is also known as Daniel's 70th week. The ninth chapter of Daniel tells us exactly how long it lasts. Its purpose, what happens at the midpoint that will be so devastating and exactly how it will begin. Daniel chapter 9 verse 2 says, I, Daniel, understood by the books the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. What had Daniel been reading? Well, in Jeremiah chapter 25, God says that he will send Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, against Judah and the remnant of Israel. And the Lord said, this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment. And these nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. And then it will come to pass. And when 70 years are completed, that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation. Well, this verse does not mean that all Israel will return to the land of, uh, at the end of the 70 years. It refers instead to the end of the land's desolation and the punishment of Babylon. Why would the Lord cause the land of Israel to be desolate for exactly 70 years? Because the people of Israel owed the land 70 years of rest. In Leviticus chapter 25, verses 3 through 4, God tells Israel, Six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather its fruit. But in the seventh year, uh, there shall be a Sabbath of solemn rest for the land, a Sabbath to the Lord. You shall neither sow your field nor prune your vineyard. This introduces the concept of Sabbath years or weeks of years, seven-year intervals, the last of which was to be the year of rest just like the Sabbath week. Second Chronicles chapter 36 recounts these same events after they've happened. It talks about the horrible things the king of Babylon did to Israel. Uh, those things included pillaging and burning the temple and breaking down the city walls. It says that all of this was to fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah until the land had enjoyed her Sabbaths. As long as she lay desolate, She kept Sabbath to fulfill 70 years. Israel, as a nation, never followed the law of the Sabbath years. God told them to let the land rest, a concept now common in agriculture, every seventh year. But for 490 years, they had ignored the law. So notice the repeated concept here of Sabbaths of years. As Daniel read Jeremiah's prophecy, he knew that the 70 years were almost over. As such, he prayed and he humbled himself before God. And in Daniel chapter 9, beginning in verse 3, we read about that where Daniel says, Then I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession and said, O Lord, great and awesome God who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him and with those who keep his commandments. We have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled. He responded to this incredibly good news of Israel returning to the land by entering a time of fasting 
and clothing himself with sackcloth and ashes as if he were in mourning. Why is that? He realized that in their almost 70 years of captivity that they had not repented and turned back to God. And it broke his heart. Then came the prophecy of the 70 weeks. While Daniel was speaking, praying, and confessing, the angel Gabriel appeared to Daniel. In Daniel chapter 9, verse 24, Gabriel begins his message from God. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city. In Hebrew, the word here translated as weeks literally means sevens. Seventy-sevens are determined. The context shows that Daniel is thinking in terms of weeks of years and Sabbaths of years because the 70 years captivity corresponds to the Sabbath years that Israel missed. History proves that these sevens are weeks of years. This understanding is the key that unlocks much of God's last day's agenda. With this understanding, the 70 weeks prophecy becomes one of the most astonishing in all of the Bible. 70 weeks are determined for your people and your holy city. The 77s are determined as though they were already written in history. A more literal translation of the Hebrew would be the word decreed, as in God has decreed it. Uh, the God who created all things with the words of his mouth spoke it, and that's it. Both determined and decreed are excellent translations because God decreed it, it is a done deal, it has already been determined. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city. If there were any question about who Gabriel meant when he said to Daniel, your people, we can just look back a few verses when Daniel said he was confessing my sin and the sin of my people, Israel. Well, who are his people? Israel. What is Daniel's holy city? Look how he prayed. According to Daniel chapter 6, it was his custom since his early days to pray three times a day with his windows open toward Jerusalem. That's his holy city. In the whole Bible, the phrase holy city is always used in reference to Jerusalem except for two places in Revelation when it refers to the new Jerusalem. There can be no doubt that for your people and your holy city refers to the people of Israel and the city of Jerusalem. This is important because so many Christians have tried to say that it doesn't apply to the people of Israel. They say it's talking about the church. To say that is to warp this verse to the point of destruction. It misses the whole point of the 70 weeks of years by ignoring the actual words that are used. Listen, everything is going exactly as the Bible has told us it would. Not only are all the signs, events uh, of the last days converging, but especially when we look at Israel, and then Jerusalem, the bullseye, or the epicenter, as Joel Rosenberg calls it. What are the chances that all of these prophecies are coming about exactly at the same time, just as the Bible said? Well, it's literally impossible. What great hope this gives us. Bible prophecy itself is proof that the Bible is true, and that you can trust what it says about Jesus coming again, and that he came the first time that we would be forgiven of our sins. Listen, folks, everything is going just like the Bible said, exactly as I just said it does. Next week, we're going to be looking at the 70 weeks prophecy 
and how it's being fulfilled. It is absolutely incredible. But right now, understand this. Again, I want to reiterate, as we see everything developing, just as the Bible says, it, it, it gives us the understanding that everything that is in the Bible is true. Jesus came to forgive us of our sins, and that is the most important thing. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. Listen, if you don't know him, there's a reason why you are watching this, and Jesus is calling you. And you can see all of the events that are going on all over the world, and you know something is wrong. Uh, listen, again, everything is going like Jesus said it would. Trust Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. You will find hope, you will find peace for your soul and the forgiveness that you need. And your eternal destiny will be heaven. This world is about to be judged according to what the Bible says regarding the 70, 70th week of Daniel. Listen, God bless, trust Christ. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.